This is Life Made Better, a podcast from two coaches with a zest for not only their lives, but yours. In this series, Fleur and Lucia seek out tips, tools, and exercises to inspire you to achieve your dreams and goals. Join us and let's make life better. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Life Made Better. We've got a very exciting guest today, which is no other than Rachel Forcella. Rachel has a background in corporate finance, where she has worked with hundreds of small and medium-sized business here in the UK, and also in entrepreneurship in the beauty and lifestyle arena. And she's here today as our communication wizard. She helps her clients, businesses and brands alike, understand who they are, what they stand for, and how to best connect with the audiences. Rachel, thanks so much for being with us today. Thank you for having me. I was delighted to be asked to join you today. Thank you. Thank you so much. So I'm sure with that background, our audience would love to hear a little bit more about you and your journey and what has left you to where you are today. So as um, I think it was Steve Jobs said, you can only connect the dots looking back. And that is absolutely what I'm doing now because at the time it felt like my career journey was quite up and down and here and there. But now every single thing I did has absolutely led me to where I am now. And I was in the right place at the right time all the way, which is something I can really be grateful for. So I went to university wanting to be a journalist. I wanted to write. So communication, writing has always been really, really important to me. I left university not really wanting to be a journalist anymore. And I retrained in something I was really interested in, which was the beauty side of things. So I retrained as a beauty and holistic therapist. And I launched a business in the early 2000s. And it was quite a unique business at the time. I had a mobile beauty offering, but it wasn't me. I had a team of therapists going out across three counties in the UK And we had a beauty, holistic, lifestyle, Pilates. It was a full holistic offering. And I ran that for three years. I was really young. I got my business model wrong. I'll be first to admit that. And I kind of wrapped that up. And I just learned so much. It was like an MBA. It was absolutely worth any money that I didn't earn (laughs) during that time. From there, um, though, that business, connections I made through that business actually got me into corporate finance. And that seemed like a very odd thing for me to do because I'm very creative, quite entrepreneurial. And working in a, you know, in a big UK bank is, and this was absolutely experience, it's not my personality. It's not for me. However, I loved my jobs there. I absolutely adored finding out more about business because I'm so passionate about business and so interested in business. And I learned a lot. I worked, as you said, with hundreds of small and medium-sized businesses, both face-to-face and kind of behind the scenes at the bank and then eventually I was made redundant I left but while I was at the bank I love my job and I love the challenge of it I got to use my brain it was brilliant but it wasn't creative and I am a creative person so what I did in my spare time was create a lifestyle blog blogging at the time was just new. It was 2012. And I started to write a blog about um, food and fashion and makeup and interiors. 
and I just played around with it. It was never a big blog, but the girl who did my PR when I had my first business saw it and she just connect, connected with me on LinkedIn or something and she said, I love your blog. What are you doing at the moment? I said, well, I've been made redundant. She goes, will you write blogs for my business? And I'm like, nothing else to do. <laughs> so I started writing blogs for her. And then other people would say to me, what are you doing right now? So, well, I'm, I'm blogging. I'm, I'm, I'm writing blogs for business. And they'd say, oh, I need someone to do that. Or I know someone who needs to do that. And basically my business just snowballed and I became a professional content creator and copywriter for businesses. So I launched that five years ago. And in the last 18 months, I have evolved that business so I can actually coach and train people to do that for themselves. So as I say, it's a long and winding journey, but that's what's got me here today. And it all makes sense looking backwards. Yeah, Yeah, it's amazing that actually you kind of follow different avenues, but how all those little puzzle pieces have come together for the final puzzle. Because if you hadn't have had those learnings, I assume this wouldn't be possible to understand all this content and be able to write for different people originally anyway. Absolutely. It's like you say, the experience of going through that and, uh, you know, learning means that you can relate to so many different people as well. Mm. I think like quite important, I would say in business and in life, but allowing yourself to connect the doors in the first place and understanding that whatever you've been going through has had that meaning but also allowing because what I'm hearing is that you face each one of those opportunities with a sort of like you know open heart and an open mind you were like oh this looks like something I would be interested in I'm gonna give it a go oh this opportunity is coming it looks like something that might be worth looking into I'll give it a go and I think it definitely has played out in, in your in your way but I think it's a great opportunity that, and, and a great thing that you faced all those things without open heart and, and an open mind. But I'm guessing some of our listeners today may not find that ability that easy. So is, is, is this your natural way? I feel you always found that you are that sort of open hearted and open minded naturally. Or is it something that you trained yourself to look for the opportunity rather? So I would say I'm definitely naturally open-minded, but the emotional side of change and embracing your situation takes a bit of mindfulness and consciousness. You have to say, this is the situation I'm in. I have to make the best of it. And that is me. I will accept the situation, make the most of it, but also when it's time to move on, release it as well. The part of the story that I missed out before was that in my 30s, we we spent most of my 30s trying to have a baby and that didn't work. And that was very, very painful. But at the same time, when we came out of that at the other end, I made the very conscious decision that just because I wasn't going to be a mother, that I was actually, you know, I wasn't going to lose the rest of my life to that. It's making that conscious decision to make the most of the situation that you're in. And that's how you get the most of out, out of things. Yeah, I think that accepting what is, is um, paramount, isn't it, to moving forward. But like you said, it, you know, it is a process and it does take time because if we really want something to come to that conclusion that it isn't possible, is the solution, isn't it? You know, the accepting is 
is the solution. I think that's amazing that you were able to have the strength to realize I'm not going to be a victim to this and I'm going to still embrace other parts of my life. So, you know, thank you for sharing that with everybody. Okay. I'm curious how that is now that that passion is helping you inspire other women. So my business is my baby for, you know, that sounds very glib, but for me, it is true. It's, you know, this is now what I'm dedicating my life to. Um, and, you know, it's not even that failure isn't an option. It's just, I'm just going to continue no matter what happens. And I want to be able to help other women to have that freedom in their, in their lives to, to create something for themselves. And that is very important for me that we, especially women of kind of our generation, we we had a path, a very clear path set out for us. You, you know, you go to school, you do well, you go to university, you go and do a corporate job and then you have babies and you move on. And actually we're discovering that isn't a great fit for everybody and we want something different. And I want women to, to, to I want to be there to support the women who for whom that isn't the ideal thing for, to make the most of having their own business. Because we don't, as a woman, we don't have to play at business we don't have we're not doing it for pin money we're not doing it just because it's the nice little job that we can do from the kitchen table we are absolutely capable as women to to create businesses and enterprises that have an impact not just on our lives but on other people's lives and I want to support women to do that I could feel that passion there Rachel when you're <laughs> speaking that's definitely what you want to do <laughs> Absolutely. And I think it shines through. I mean, I was saying at the, uh, in the intro that you are a communication wizard and the way Rachel and I met, and I'm, you can't see me, but I'm sort of quoting with my fingers because Rachel and I have been Instagram friends and we follow and support each other for a while. And I was saying that off recording that there are plenty of content strategists out there. There's plenty of people that are quite good with with words and communication. But the thing that draws you in when you read Rachel's post is that you can feel that passion. You can feel that whatever she's doing, whatever she's putting out there, it really does come from the heart. And to any of us that has listen to us uh, in the past, Fleur and I are huge advocates of that mindful speaking and understanding that the way we speak and the way we think and how this impacts every single area of our lives and ourselves. And I do think that you do that quite well, Rachel, put into practice what you think and, and what you feel. So given this high expertise in this in this area, what relevance do you think this has in your work and the way that you show up and your clients show up? So I have, uh, if you work with me or if you follow me, you'll, I have a lot of mantras. And uh, one of them is show up and say something. So when, you, when you've got a business, you, you know, if you want to grow your business online, you have to use social media, you have to use content. And content is blogs, social media, podcasts, videos, what, however you choose to do that. And it's so important to show up and say something. And, and that's something I say a lot. But you have to then, like the caveat is that say something from the heart. Say what you really feel and believe. Don't edit your message. Say what you feel. And when you say what you feel, you will 
create that emotional connection with your audience or with the people who you're meant to connect with, your enthusiasm and passion for what you do will invoke emotion in your audience. And that is what will create that connection. And that is what will help your business and your brand be successful online. That's, uh, that's music to my ears because I only ever write what I feel and I, and I don't really think it through at all. <laughs> I'm just, I, I, I'm, I just feel and then I write and then sometimes I'm like, oh, what have you just written and put out there? <laughs> Absolutely. And that, that, that's another thing that I, I advise all my clients to or anybody, don't overthink it. You know, literally, I mean, I find myself when I write, I kind of go into a bit of a trance. I write and I put it out there and I read it back and I'm like, who's written that? It's always me because it, it just downloads. Yeah, I do that. And I look back on it in the evening and go, <laughs> where did that one come from? <laughs> so I'm glad you said that. And it's, it's lovely to hear that we can be that honest and authentic and it doesn't have to be so scripted and overthought about because that isn't totally not the way I work and I don't want my clients I work with to be that over you know over strategized is that the right word I you know I want people to be able to live more from their their heart because I believe when they're aligned with their heart in their work or or their life then they'll feel that energy that they need to live a good life and not just live a life by other people's expectations so I love the work you're doing and I've only just met you. So thank you. <laughs> now, that, that's definitely true. And Blair and I doing a course together to help people to move on to that thriving attitude of, of life. And I really loved, which relates to what we were just saying, just now Fleur gave a really good pointer this week, which or last week, which was don't save what you're about to say because you never know who's who on the receiving end needed to hear that today. And I think it's something that Gary B also says, is like whatever is going through your mind, just do it, just say it, because you may not know what it's coming from, but you also don't know who on the receiving it needed to hear that today. And I think that is something, especially us providers of content in a way, sometimes we forget the number of times I'm halfway writing a post and then I'm like, yeah, no, I'm not going to put that there. Who's going to read that? Yeah. Well, I mean, I absolutely believe that we're, we are all connected, um, quantum, quantum entanglement, I think we call it, on that kind of other plane. We're all connected. So if something comes into your mind, there's no such thing as an, an original thought. We're all connected. You're downloading that from somewhere. And I know we've kind of gone off in a, in a more kind of spiritual direction. I love the spiritual, now. Rachel. <laughs> <laughs> but absolutely believe that and if you feel called to say something you feel called to say that for a reason I I write a post on Instagram nearly every single day and this week I think every single day somebody's commented I needed to hear this today and that to me is like I'm just happy to be here for you and I don't believe that things happen by accident yeah yeah I had that a couple of times this week I needed to hear that and it does make you think you know just keep sending your loving messages out and if it helps one person that day then it's it's been worth the half an hour or however long it you know it took to put it out there yeah I'm curious because obviously we know that the pandemic has changed many things have you seen any change in the the message that you put up there or the message that you receive receive from the people 
reading from you. Obviously, one of the things that we were saying is the number of people that seem to be really needed to hear this today. But has that affected you in that way, in the sense that your perspective has shifted? When the pandemic first hit in March, you know, everything, it was was like an earthquake, wasn't it? Everything kind of shook at the same time. It it was massive. I think that until you've asked me that question, I hadn't really thought that. But something I'm seeing so much more of, I think, than I saw before is this imposter syndrome. I think it's knocked our confidence because we're so unsure of ourselves and the world around us when we had this sense of security. And I'm just seeing it time and time after again and client after client and follower after follower telling me that they feel insecure. They don't feel confident. They feel that they're not good enough. And I think this shift in overall security in our lives is impacting us. And just this morning, I had a discussion with somebody in my in my Facebook group. She said, oh, you know, I feel that all my competitors are more experienced than me. I said, well, first of all, stop following your competitors. And second of all, you only need to be more experienced than your clients. You don't need to be more experienced than anybody else. And remembering that we have something to offer is really, really important. Because Fleur said, your message, if you only impact one person a day, that's an amazing impact to have in the world. Mm. A lot of people, isn't it? Over the course of however many posts you're putting out there. It is. Yeah, I always think if you can just like you said earlier, just show up and have the courage to try. I think that's what life's about is that having a go and feeling good that you've, you've had a go and letting go of that negative thoughts because there's always going to be negativity there. And I think you made a good point about COVID. It's made people realise that so much, there is so much uncertainty. Yes, it was an illusion before, but we're never sure. So come from a place of what's sure for you is a better place than not trying at all, isn't it? And like you said as well about following your competitors, when you follow your competitors, that isn't your ideas, your energy, whatever's coming into you that you want to get out there. So don't Mm. let that. Mm. What I'm hearing and and I'm loving this, something that Marie Folio also says is that stay in your path, own your uniqueness, understand that you are who you are. You're a flat prime, you're Rachel Fracella, you do what you do. And that is special because nobody else is going to do it your way. And I think that is also an encouraging thing to say to everybody listening out there. Yes, you may see somebody on Instagram or Facebook with 10,000 likes to the one picture that they've posted. And you may have somebody else with just two likes, but you don't know the impact of those two likes. So never take anything for granted in that arena, I would say. Absolutely. So, Rachel, where do you find your strength and inspiration? Um, Honestly, and it sounds so cheesy, but it's true, my clients. I am inspired by my clients to do a better job every day because they're showing up for themselves while I need to show up for myself. And I see that when I first made that change from writing to coaching, it was because I was the women that I was writing for, I was watching them doing amazing things in the world. And I thought, I want to do that. And I was watching how they were showing up because obviously they were a few steps ahead of me. And I'm like, that's what I want to do. That's what I was inspired by my clients and I still am inspired by because I work I work I do work with men every now and again, but I work primarily with women. And by the fact that they're working with me, it means they're invested in themselves and invested in their success. So 
I'm watching them doing amazing things and I work with women from a whole range of industries. They all want to grow their business online, but they're doing such different things. I work with a woman who is she wants to shake up the um, investment property industry by getting younger women to invest in properties at a higher standard so you could, they can provide good rental properties to families and up their own finances and investments at the same time. So, you know, I'm, I'm working with women like that. I'm working with women who are uh, career coaching and spiritual healing, but it's what I'm seeing them doing in their businesses and their goals and their aspirations makes me want to show up every day and continue with mine. Yeah. Well, I, I think um, as Tony Robbins says, the people that are most happy are the people that follow the needs of the spirit. And that is about contributing and growing. And that sounds like what you've decided to make your mission, make yeah, an impact. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So Rachel, obviously we, we said that you've had quite quite a background working in many different places. So to get you to that place and transitioning from one place to another, you must have had a few resources that have helped you along the way. Which ones would you say are the best ones? So I'm going to say my husband because when I met him, gosh, nearly 20 years ago, he introduced me to personal, the world of personal development. He took me along to personal development seminars and positive thinking and meditation and visualization. And he got me into that. And he supported me to leave my job that I took to support myself while I retrained as a beauty therapist after I left university, encouraged me to start my business and helped me to do that. And he, is, he supports me all along the way he's always there telling me that I can do this that he's proud of me and yes on the more practical side you know he has supported me financially while I've got my business going and you know, I, I am very lucky to do that and I do acknowledge that not everybody has that support but that is why it's even more important for me to make sure that other women are growing profitable businesses and I'm I emphasize the profitable and that comes from my corporate finance background because a lot of people run businesses that are not profitable but if you're running a profitable business you have that independence and that's where that comes from so I would absolutely say that you know my husband he's been a massive part of this journey definitely I just, I love that, that we only really need one person to truly believe in us, don't we, and support us, and it can give us wings, so it's lovely that you've acknowledged that. Is there anything you're currently curious about learning that you haven't looked into? On a more practical level, I would love to do some NLP training. I dipped my toe into NLP again about probably about 18 years ago when I, after I first started getting into personal development and I would love to do some more training around that. That's certainly something I'm curious about because I believe that what's holding women back in and business is I want to be able to help unpack that a bit more and have more impact with my clients when I work with them. Mm. That's beautiful. It's a way of, you know, building onto that. And I really do like the love that you're building on that passion, you know, always looking at that next level is like, okay, what can I do better? What can I do to make this experience better so I think that you know that that just goes to show that when you love what you do then you're always seeking out ways in which you can just make it better which I think is is fantastic so Rachel we are we are approaching the the end sadly 
But is there one question that you wish we have asked you and we haven't? I was going to say that I wish you'd asked me why women suffer so much from imposter syndrome. And my answer to that would be because we are, I do believe that as women, especially in our culture, we are programmed to take a back seat. We are, it is still not accepted for a girl, a woman to be strong and have an opinion and, and actually say, I am good at this. Put your hand up and say, I am good at this and I own it because that needs to become the norm. And when we start seeing more of that, when as women we start accepting that we can, it's okay to be good at something and we don't have to hide that, that that's when I think we will see societal shifts, definitely. Yeah, I love that. I do think women are more scared to fail, aren't they? You know, I think my husband's a very successful business owner. And he, I remember when I was first starting to invest in my business, he's like, well, you've got to take the gamble. You don't know. That's that's business. You've got to try. Yeah. And I was like, but I can't invest this money unless I know it's going to succeed. He said, but that is business. You calculate whether, what do you want to spend your money on to get return? Whereas he, you know, runs a multi-million pound business. He doesn't even think about it. I think they are programmed, like you said, very, very young to say it's okay to make mistakes and get back up from it. Whereas we are programmed to think that we've got to get it right. Yeah. 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 We've got to be the good girl. I've got three girls and I don't tell them to be the good girl. Tell them to make mistakes. I asked them actually at the end of the day, what have you failed at today? And if you haven't, then you haven't really pushed yourself out your boundaries. (laughs) (laughs) So Rachel, um, can you sum up in one sentence how you have made your life better? I have made my life better by accepting that if I want something to happen, I have to go and make it happen. Love that. Oh, lovely, empowering one. I love that one. Everybody listening, if you walk away with one thing from today, just grab onto that. (laughs) I love that. Thank you so much, Rachel, uh, for being with us. I know that there will be a lot of people curious about finding out more about you, connecting with you. So where can they find you? Where can they connect with you? So you can find me on all the social media channels, especially Instagram and on Facebook as Rachel Forcella. That's F-O-R-C-E-L-L-A. My website is rachelforcella.com and I would love to connect with you where you find me. Super. I'll make sure that we pop that in the comments as well. So it's one click away and easier to connect with you. And I was, as I was saying, thank you very much for being with us today. I think it's been lovely to have you very inspirational thanks for sharing your path with us Rachel thank you thank for having you. me thank you so much lovely to meet you and you for too. everyone else listening uh thanks so much for tuning in one more week thanks for your support and keep coming back to us and as always please share the love if you find this episode or any other of interest do ensure that you share that with anybody that you think may benefit from listening to us please do subscribe and leave a review if you haven't done so that keeps us going and we wish you all the very best for the next week ahead stay safe stay sane and much love to everybody thank you very much